February's already over. This is bullshit. This year, literally, like, like I said, we all were like, fuck 2020. Where's 2021? And it feels like a day, and it's already almost end of February. We're wasting away slowly. Like, this is so much bullshit. I'm so, I'm so upset about well, this. So we all got used to for 2020. We haven't changed in 2021. I know, but at least I thought something would be different. Did you make any <laughs> resolutions you haven't kept or are trying to keep? I don't make no goddamn resolutions. I, I, I don't make... That's a little late. I know we're like two months in. Now we're talking about a resolution, but... I know. I don't... I've never been a resolution type person, to be fair. I'm, I just... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm like, just do it. You don't need the new year to do it. Just do it. Look, let's let's make something like a like we'll, we'll talk about it later, and we'll do, we'll make a pack for something. And you know what? I'll give you an award if you keep your word. Like I'll give you something for for keeping the resolution. Up. I mean, is it something that that's money involved? Because like, if if it ain't about that paper, then I might try not do it. I mean, it's gonna be something fancy. I'm gonna buy, you know, is it gonna be anything fancy? Then why would I do it? I need an incentive. <laughs> Look, I will find somebody to um <laughs> for you, but. I don't need that. I'm 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 great at that by myself. We both agree that it's bullshit when somebody else does it, anyways. Exactly. Uh, but you know, you guys, it's award season. We were, I think we had started the podcast last year after all the award shows, and we just missed the Emmys because we sucked. So, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think yeah. we. Were, it was right around the Grammys. I think we started yeah. last. Which again, I like music, but I don't ever watch the Grammys. Yeah, who cares about the Grammys? They always give it to the wrong person anyway. Um, or you have Kanye come up and tell you who the right person should be. That I think was an MTV award, or was it the Grammys? I don't remember. I think it was an MTV award. My like 2020 has ruined my. It might have been a Grammy. It might be a Grammy because they they love to give him the Taylor Swift for some fucking reason. Because uh, she has such pretty cardigans. And there was that year that Adele beat like be, the fact that Beyonce has never ever received like a album of the year Grammy is fucking beyond me. Um. By the way, I saw a hilarious video. And it was kind of making fun of Beyonce, but I don't remember what concert she was in, but she was in like a little like, like Frenchy dress and mm-hmm. she was like doing a little bop and everything. Yeah. But they played the chicken dance song behind her. So it was like, oh, that's cute. That's it funny. was hilarious. No, I'm not a Beyonce stand by mind you, but I like her shit now. Uh, but you guys, since the Golden Globes are in a couple days. Yes. Uh, we thought we would go through some of the categories, even though they've been out for about a month. We were like, you know, let's go through the categories. Let's say who we think will win, who we think should win. Yeah. And, and I think that's fun. You know, I'll, I'll put a little stipulation. Let's look through them and kind of start with the TV ones because it's kind of what we review. Yeah. And skip over the motion pictures for now. Yeah. If, if we if we come time, we'll, if we have time, we'll cycle back. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll cycle back. That's some uh, Zoom conference call lingo for you. We'll circle back. Circle back. But I'm, I have to admit, and, and, and looking at these postings of who's on here, I'm happy that the streaming servers are getting some love now. They have to. There's, it's not like anything came out last year. Nobody could do anything. You know what? You Let know me why? be happy. I, I guarantee you. Why that, do you take my happiness? No, I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. I'm just saying I guarantee you that these uh, streaming services have been sitting on some of this shit for the past couple of years. And they're like, well, you know what? Let's dust off these shelves and put it out. Well, and I think it's funny. Every time I watch something new, I'm like, that's not COVID related. That was before COVID. Uh, what is this like? Yeah, exactly. So, but first... um. The first category, obviously, is the biggest one in the one of the biggest ones of the night for TV. But best television series drama. Uh, the nominees are The Crown by Netflix, Lovecraft Country by HBO, The Mandalorian Disney Plus, Ozark Netflix, and Ratchet Netflix. I've seen a bit of all of these. I've watched all of Lovecraft Country, all of Mandalorian, all of Ratchet, but I've seen a, I've only seen a season of both Ozark and The Crown. I've not watched the Ozark. I'm on season three of the crown. So, so yes, I can only give like my 
so out of, out of this whole category, just mm-hmm. think, just of what you know about it, who do you think will win? Who do I think will win? Yes. Disney. The Mandalorian. Okay, who do you think should win? Who do I think should win? If we're looking at just this year, just this season. Yeah, it's it's just this year. Either Lovecraft Country or The Mandalorian. Um, I think who will win? I think it's I think I think what will win will be the crown. And here's why: yeah. because I heard this season brought in Princess Die and all that BS. They're gonna and give Margaret that show, Thatcher. They brought gonna, yeah. They're gonna give that show some love. Um, I don't think Lovecraft Country would ever win because it's a black show. I'm sorry. I hate to no, say and that. that's why I don't think but they will win. It won't win. Um, but Disney's paid everybody I off. think Mandalorian should win just because of... I don't know if I say should. I think it's just because I like it. I think That's probably well, why. Can I ask you something? Are the Golden Globes on ABC? I don't know. This year. I'm not sure. Okay. The, the, on the station owned by Disney? That doesn't mean anything. They're voters. Disney owns everything. Yeah, but the, the, they're the, the voters are the ones who cast the votes. So I don't think they would... I don't think they decide. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it will be like that. I honestly think it'll, just, come, it'll come to the Mandalorian and the Crown. It'll be between those two. I'm actually very surprised that a show like The Mandalorian was even nominated as best television drama because of the fact that first of all, it wasn't nominated for season one. Season two is obviously better than um, season one, I but think. they don't. They don't normally nominate shows like this. And when I say shows like this, I mean sci-fi, heavily CGI'd, anything. Well, I, like I said earlier, they're showing streaming services some love. They kind of have to. I think like it's that might be one of the oh well, Disney Plus is kind of a new streaming service. It's been in it's kind of like run this year. I have a hunch next Golden Globes is going to include a WandaVision or a Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's going to be something. See, I don't know. I, I I find it very out of place. I'm I'm happy that it's here, but I don't think that I I, I find it to be a, a weird fluke. But we'll it see. It could be. Yeah. Um. Next category. Best performance by an actress in a television series drama. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have Olivia Coleman, The Crown. Mm-hmm. Was she Princess Die? No, Olivia Coleman's been in a couple seasons. I can't remember who okay. she plays. We got Jodie Comer. Comer. Yes, Comer. Co- uh, Killing Eve, which I want to see. I have not seen yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma Corinne, The Crown. Mm-hmm. So we got two of The Crown. Yeah. Laura Linney, Ozark. Again, I've not seen Ozark. And Sarah Paulson, Ratchet. So here's so this is so with the exception of Sarah Paulson, this is basically how how it's worked the past couple of years. It's like The Crown gets a couple, Ozark gets a couple, and then there's like and then I think Jodie Comer has actually been nominated the past two or three years as well. Um, I haven't seen the newest season of Killing Eve. I I, I fell out of it, um, but I love her. But out of this, if if you're you you could say who you think will win, but if you don't know if you should say who should win because you don't really have a. I feel a, like Sarah Paulson should win. Yes, it's because you like her. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's, um, yeah, who will win? One of the crown people. Yeah, Olivia Coleman's already gotten hers, I think. Um, but they, I, I don't know. I think, I think it really is a toss up. I don't know who Emma Corrin is in the Crown. She I'm might be the one who. She, her. her name is new, so she might be the one who played uh, Princess Die. I would think, if I had to say, yes, um, she played Princess Die, and that's probably why she's nominated. Yeah. So for this one, this is kind of a toss up to me because, like I said, I don't have a good. I didn't watch the new season of Killing Eve. I don't. I don't. I haven't watched The Crown. I haven't watched the new season of Ozark. So I've watched the preview, and and based off the preview of how good she does for Princess Die, I feel like she's going to be the one who wins. But basing Laura Lenny off of the one season of Ozark I've seen, I would like to see her win it. I would love to see Sarah Paulson, but yeah. I feel like one of the two Crown people will win. Cool. All right. So best performance by an actor in a TV series drama. We have Jason Bateman for Ozark. 
Josh O'Connor for The Crown. He plays Prince Charles. Yes. Uh, Bob Odenkirk for better, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Al Pacino for Hunters and Matthew Reese for Perry Mason. I've never heard of Hunters. That is the one where I believe it's a Hulu show, mm-hmm. but it's their honey Nazis. Honey Nazis. They're hunting um, Nazis. Oh, they're hunting Nazis. Yes. They're not hunting Nazis. Yeah. They're hunting. Yeah. So it's, it's Al Pacino is collecting a group of kids or like-minded people who go try to collect the remaining Nazis around the world okay. and kill, eliminate, whatever you call. First of all, you said honey Nazis, and I'm like, so they love honey. And then you said hunting Nazis, and I'm like, so they're so they're Nazis and, who hunt. <laughs> yes, it is a group of people who are hunting Nazis. Yes, there we go. It is, it is appropriate. Um, and like I said, I haven't seen Perry. Mason. I wanted to watch Perry Mason. It looks good. Yeah, and it's I on love, our list. I love Matthew Reese. It's I, on our list. Yeah, we just haven't watched it. Um, Bob Odenkirk has continuously receives love for Better Call Saul. Same thing with Jason Bateman for Ozark. I honestly, if I will say who will win, I'm going to say they're going to give it to Jason Bateman. But I kind of agree. I think it's going to be Jason. If I say who who should win, I just want somebody new to win. I would love Matthew Matthew Reese. I've seen him in tons of shows. I think he's a good actor. I think that he. Sh- I think that him or this new Joshua Connor guy should win. Let's get some new blood in there. But the crown wins everything. We'll see. We'll see. Next one. Best television series, musical, or comedy. This is where I'm pissed. What? Okay. In a second. So, we have Emily in Paris. Boo. Flight Attendant. The Great. Schitt's Creek. And Ted Lasso. Um, so, so, when we look at this list, let's just talk about the stuff that I'm okay with. Um, we obviously have we're, two of these we, we're actually on the list for us to review in the next couple of weeks i think uh we're gonna be doing ted lasso and the flight attendant in the next few weeks so yes um those are two on our list we obviously already reviewed emily in paris the great is on our list and i've seen all of Shit's creek you sir i'm catching up on Shit's creek but i've watched the great i've seen all of that already okay cool um the, the okay so obviously the all one out here is what the odd one out? Yes. Emily in Paris. This, why? Like, I'm actually pretty pissed about this. Like, you put this in here over some of the other amazing comedies well, I there have were. I question, what, is that a comedy? I guess it kind of, musical I guess it kind of is. It's not a drama, so I guess it would fit into the comedy category. It's in limbo. It is. It is in limbo. Because, uh, yes, we chuckled during it, but I would not classify Emily in Paris going in like, you know what, you're going to laugh during this. No, not really. I don't c- consider Emily in Paris to be a show that's be nominated for a Golden Globe at all. Like, I'm sorry, like, was the show cute and all? It was a little cute, yet it didn't add anything to, to anything that I've been doing. But to me, Emily in Paris did absolutely nothing. Like, to me, I would have rather, like, so like Say by the Bell been nominated, to be honest. Or, honestly, I don't think Say by the Bell should be nominated, even though I liked it. But it's on the same level to me as Emily in Paris, is where it's not, it's not up the chops to be nominated against some of these other shows. No, I mean, honestly, having watched at least... All of, if not part of most of these, yes, it is very random to have that there. Um, that but being said... Who do you think will win? Who do you think should win? I think Shit's Creek will win. Shit's Creek will win. Oh, it's going to win. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso, I appreciate that they're getting an Apple TV Plus on there. I feel mm-hmm. like Ted is kind of the show that is making people think about getting Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I think it'll be between those two. But shit, for me, who I think should win, it should be... Sh- I honestly think, still think it should be Shit's Creek. 
Sith Creek hasn't gotten any love for the whole time they were on they were on the air for for any of the award mm-hmm. season. I agree. And in the Emmys, they swept the Emmys, swept it. So I think that the Sith Creek is going to win. You're not wrong. I loved the Great. The Great was hilarious and it was a good show. But yeah, Shit's Creek, I, it's gonna win, and I want it to win. Yeah, exactly. Um, next, best actress in a TV or musical: uh, Lily Collins, Emily in Paris. Again, why? I'm literally look. It's literally they're filling in. Okay, first off, let's go to the list. Best actress. Let me see. Okay, Lily, Lily Collins, Collins, Emily in Paris, Kaylee Cuoco for the flight attendant. I, L. I Fanning, can agree with that. L. Fanning in the Great. Yes. Jane Levy for Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, Fair and enough. Catherine O'Hara for Shit's Creek. I, I sign off on the bottom four. Yeah, I'm excited that Jane Levy got it, got a nod in there. Um, uh, after you know season one, she, the season one was was really, really, really good. I think that she was clever in it. I also enjoyed Elle Fanning in the Great. Um, obviously, like we said, we're reviewing Flight Tennis, so I'm in the midst of watching it. What I've seen of Kaylee Cuoco because I am not a Big Bang Theory person. I never saw her. She does a she's doing a good job in, in yeah. the Flight Attendant. This is my first exposure to her. You ever watched so Eight Simple Rules or any of the old shows she was in? No. Okay. Um. So to me, seeing her in the flight attendant and knowing that Big Bang Theory was a comedy, I'm con- I'm confused as to why she was never nominated for Big Bang Theory. She was never okay. Get me wrong. She was one of the main characters, but she was never one of the standout characters. But she could be Big supporting. Bang. Yeah, for supporting. So I that, gave but, you, but but that's just for me not ever seeing it. So I don't know. Um, Lily Collins. I mean, again, it's a standout random. Like I, I don't. There get are it. other. I'm not going to say that she doesn't. Do, I'm not going to say that she didn't do a great job. But there are other people who did much better than her who deserve that spot over her. You saying that you know she's probably going to win. Like where is um here's here's my point. Where's Issa Rae for Insecure HBO? Where is Insecure and in, that's the spot they took. Yeah. Emily in Paris took Insecure spot as yep. musical or comedy series and took Issa Rae's spot for best actress in that and I'm annoyed by it because this whole category is not even in any way diverse at all. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have we seen a black person yet? Love Lovecraft Country was the only thing that was nominated and I will tell you that looking at look at this beforehand none of the actors from Lovecraft Country are nominated. Oh yeah I know. Um, but um, How can you nominate something I, for a best drama which would have to include the acting, but not nominate any of the actors. I, I I do I do think that there's a way you you can nominate something like that without nominating any of the actors. I do think it's fine that that, that that's the case. My whole thing is like, but see the thing is when I look at the dramas, um, and I look at those people, I'm like, uh, not knowing the performances, I can't really judge it. But in this TV thing, like seeing a lot of those shows, you could have like, there's no reason that. Issa Rae shouldn't be in it. And it's not because she's black, but when I think of a comedy that should be in it, I think of her. I think of no. that show. And that's personally, but still, I, th- I believe there were tons of shows that, that were that were uh, snubbed. Like, we plan on doing I May Destroy You. Mm-hmm. I've seen a, a few pieces of that. That show snubbed. It should be in here, which was led by a black lady as well. But who do you think will and should win this? I think Catherine O'Hare should win. Mm-hmm. Who will win? Ella Fanning. Nope. Catherine O'Hara will and should win. She's going to win that. You think she will? Oh, yeah. Okay. They need to, Catherine O'Hara has been around for since the longest time. She deserves her due. She's getting a Golden Globe. Okay. Uh, next one. Best performance by an actor in a television series, comedy, or musical. Okay, go through. Don Cheadle, Black Monday. Mm-hmm. I have not seen that yet. Is that any good? 
I don't know. Go through them. Okay. Uh, Nicholas Holt, The Great. Eugene Levy, Shit's Creek. Jason... Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Ted Lasso. And Rami Youssef. Youssef. For Rami. Rami. Uh, I, I want to watch Black Monday because it's got one of my favorite characters in it. It's got a couple of actors I love. Like, it's got... I think it's got... I believe it's got Andrew Reynolds in it. Yeah. Um, and I believe it's got uh, Regina, not King. It's the other Regina Hall. Yeah. Who is Brenda from Scary Movie? Oh my you god! You know I love you through Regina Hall. Um, she's in it, and I always see this show. It's on the Showtime, and I'm like, I should watch this. So I, the I want to watch look it. Good. I want to watch it. It reminds me kind of like a Wolf on Wall Street, but a Black Wolf on Wall Street. Yeah, we'll see. It, but it's, it's set back. Like, who doesn't love a period piece? True. Uh, Nicholas Holt, who played Beast in the X Men movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he did a good job of the great. Uh, Eugene Levy, obviously. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Again, I love that they're giving Ted Lasso some love. Yeah, exactly. Rami, Rami is a good show. If I you haven't, haven't watched, watched it, it we haven't, we haven't, we haven't reviewed it. We probably should. It's it's on Hulu. But Rami is basically like he's he's a he's a stand up comedian. Yeah. But he is um, Muslim. So okay. it's from his. It, it's it's actually really good. It, uh, Rami's show is giving me Master of None vibes from oh. uh, for um, what the hell. Aziz, I'm sorry, uh-huh. because it's kind of like that comedy where it's not laugh out loud, but it's like the you know it's a little weird, yeah, a little off. I get you. That's what his show is giving me. And in season two, Mahershala Ali is in season two. Ooh, you know, because he's he's Muslim. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So in this one, honestly, all these names are all actors that I love. I honestly couldn't care who wins in this I, category. I want to put that if you're gonna think Catherine O'Hare is gonna win, I think Eugene Levy. Oh, he will. will win. He will win. Oh yeah, he will. But I, w- if any of these guys got it, I would be happy. I would love to see a Don Cheadle win this. Yeah, but I, I really think I, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be Eugene Levy. Uh, next one, uh, best television limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. Do you understand what that means? Yes, it means it's this is this is where like um this is where usually it's kind of like a one off one season. Well, kinda. not necessarily because this is usually the category American Horror Story ends up in. Mm, okay, because it is what anthology means is that it's different every. You know, Fair enough. so that is kind of where that ends up throwing himself in there. So, so go, go ahead and read these because this one took me by surprise with what's um, nominated. Normal People, Hulu, The Queen's Gambit for Netflix, Small Acts, Amazon Studios, The Undoing, HBO, Unorthodox, Netflix. So, obviously, we reviewed Normal People last year. It's honestly, you guys, it's honestly out of all the episodes we have, it's the one that's been downloaded the most. Oh yeah. Um. And I'm actually I'm actually okay with that because looking back on it, I think we were we were both I think I remember us being kind of split on the decision to watch it. Yeah, and but the it, more it was, the more I think back on it, I'm more I'm like that show was actually really good. I liked it. But I think honestly, out of this, I think that has the most opportunity to win. I think normal people will win. Yeah, it's kind of the um, it's kind of a way to bring in some of the foreign audience, I guess. Yeah, in a way. Um, I just the unorthodox is the story of a young ultra orthodox Jewish woman who flees her arranged marriage and religious community to start a life abroad. I haven't seen that. I have. I hadn't even heard of that till now. Right. But I would say the Queen's Gambit is getting some love by a lot of people, so I feel like that has a chance to kind of come in. The Undoing. We've talked about that and released. Yeah, previous episode. I don't even understand why it's in here, but. It's kind of the weird one to me. Like that's why I said like reading through this, it's weird. I feel like normal people is gonna get the one for the, the win for yeah. this. Small acts I've never heard of. Small acts is actually based on the real life experiences of London's West Indian community and is set between nineteen sixty nine and nineteen eighty two. Star or one of the stars of that is John Boyega. Ooh. From Star Wars. 
So we're going to put that on our, yeah, yeah, because I've never heard of that until just now. Um, To me, I would say just, just from, just from sheer not knowing what the other shows really, or two of the, two of the shows, I would, I would honestly love if normal people won. Yeah. But the Queens game, it's going to win. Uh, it's more normal. Uh, it's it's more like in this culture yeah. what people are watching. And I haven't seen it, so yeah, it's going to win. Um, best performance by an actress in a limited series anthology, blah, 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 blah. Made for TV. Yeah. Uh, Kate Blanchett, Miss America, Daisy Edgar-Jones, Normal People, Shira Haas, Unorthodox, Nicole Kidman, The Undoing, and Anya Taylor-Joy, The Queen's Gambit. Again... Why is he undoing in this? I feel like Mrs. America's older than that, though. Mm-mm. I put it on there last year. We mm. still, we it's still in our list review. Yeah. Uh, Kate Blanchett, I love her and everything, so why not? Uh, Daisy Edgar Jones, yes, she was good. I I'm gonna say who is gonna win? Kate Blanchett, who I think should win. Daisy. I think they'll give it to Nicole Kidman, or I think it could. I think that Anya Taylor Joy could squeak out could squeak out the win here because she's she's new. She's uh, I believe this is the first time being nominated. So she's new to they they love to just give that. Sometimes they give it to either old money, or they give it to new money. So to I, me, yeah, I can see that. I'm with you. It'll be Kate Blanchett or Anya Taylor Joe. I would love if Daisy Edgar Joe's one. Yeah, but you know, to me, honestly, I hate to say it, but as long as Nicole Kidman doesn't win, I'm fine. Fair enough. She won for big. I think she won for Big Little. I would. I was. If this were Big Little Lies, Nicole Kidman, I'm like, yeah, go for it. Give it to her because she did good. But this, I'm like, nah. You mean the undoing? You you said it literally is Big Little Lies. Yeah, Nicole but, Kidman with uh, a fancy but, coat. But Ten years later, <laughs> um, actor in limited series: uh, Brian Cranston, Your Honor; Jeff Daniels, The Comey Rule; Hugh Grant, The Undoing; Ethan Hawke, The Good Lord Bird; and Mark Ruffalo. I know this much is true. Mark Ruffalo is on that TV anthology series, TV movie kick for the past since he got off the hook for now. And I haven't watched this, but I know he's he's killed it in every single series. He's I would love to see Mark Ruffalo literally get a. a I golden just love him. Again, I didn't. I didn't assume the Undoing was going to be this popular. That it was going to be nominated for all this. I know, but and also I think you have to think about the depth. Like how many, how many anthology series are there where it's just one season true i get it so i guess and not, not to say that he didn't do a good job because i do think hugh grant was was good we didn't talk much about him in the show yeah when we, when we reviewed it but he he did really good i was actually happy to see hugh grant back in tv i was gonna say what was the last thing he really did before i don't know okay. but he, i think he did i think he did i think he did better than nicole kidman did yes yeah um not to say that she was bad but she was nicole kidman was good hugh grant was great uh your Honor, I've seen most of this show. Uh, Brian Cranston is is good. Okay. In this show. I actually, we should review it. It's showtime. Okay. But that's really good. So for me, who will win? I honestly don't know. The Golden Globes love Brian Cranston for yeah, Breaking Bad Yeah, they really days. do. But they might be like, hey, he doesn't, he doesn't need this time. And I don't know what the good Lord Bird is. So this mm-hmm. one is kind of a toss-up. I don't even know who will win or should win in this one. Well, let's go to the next category. So, best performance by an actress in a television supporting role. We got Jillian Anderson, The Crown. Helen Bohem Carter. Helena Bohem Carter. Yes, The Crown. Julia Garner, Ozark. Annie Murphy, Schitt's Creek. And Cynthia Nixon, Ratchet. Again, two crowns in this. I, I mean, I get it's a good show, but damn. They love to do that because they have, they have that huge cast. It's true. If you think about it, think about when Game of Thrones was on. They yeah. were snatching up to every category. They Good were two, two acting noms. When you have that big cast, it's easy to put them all in that supporting actress category or best actress category. Um, 
I don't know. You know who uh, Helena Bonham Carter is, don't you? Uh, yes. Okay, I had to look at the picture, but yes. What is she, what is it? Uh, who does she play? Oh my god, Bellatrix Lestrange. You're yes, welcome. thank you. Uh, Harry Potter reference. Uh. I will say I know who Julia Garner is from the rest of the first season of Ozark is she was good in the first season. So if she was that good in the first season, um, I think that she is still amazing. Cynthia Nixon, I think they're really good in Ratchet. She did okay. She did great. Um, Julian Anderson, I just love her, but not for the crown. So, okay, who do you want to win this? I want Annie Murphy to win. I think Annie Murphy should win. I think she will win. Okay. I mean, Alexis. A little bit of Alexis. Ew, David. Got to. She has to. I agree. I, I want her to win. Who I think will win? Uh, Helena. No, I think Annie Murphy will win. Okay. Um, mostly because it's the la- it, it won't be ever nominated again. Oh, true. Fair enough. Um, not because she doesn't deserve it. I think she does. Uh, actor in a television supporting role. John Boyega, Small Axe. Brendan Gleeson, The, Com- the Comey Rule. Daniel Levy, uh, Schitt's Creek. Jim Parsons, Hollywood. Donald Sutherland, The Undoing. Um, okay, first off, throwback, Jim Parsons and the Hollywood. They 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 love to nominate him for shit. I, Not that he wasn't good in wow. Hollywood. He was good in Hollywood. He was. Yeah. It was very different than any character he's ever played, mm-hmm. and he did a great job with it. Yeah. But wow. But no. Yeah. Um, Dan Levy's going to win this, should and will. I agree. Um, but I do, I do love this. I do love the, the actors in this category. Um, I Donald don't really, Sutherland. I mean, come on now. I hate to say I don't know who Brandon Gleason is or that show. What the the Comey Rule? Um, uh, oh my gosh, he was. Oh, give me a second. I, the one. Oh, I know who he is. I've seen him. I know who he is. He's been in a ton of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that Dan Levy will and should win. What's kind of annoying to me about this, and we'll end with this, is that um, all the acting categories they don't separate it by comedy or yeah for supporting and best. No, they they, they separate they, the motion pictures. Yes. And the best TV, but not the not the acting. I feel like they should. Whatever, not my not my choice. Um, but you guys, the Goggles obviously come on in a couple of days, so let's see who wins. Let's see if Shit's Creek will sweep the Golden Globes like they did the Emmys. They should. Yeah, we'll see. I'd be happy if they did. Yes, I would too. It's a great show. Yeah, exactly. Fold it in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stay tuned for this week's review. All right, everybody, welcome back to this week's review. Um, I will perhaps before we go into this, possibly sensitive material, triggering material. So if you have any issues with that or don't want to listen to it, just giving you a fair warning. Yes. So episode this week is reviewing Hulu's, I guess it was on FX and we watched it on Hulu. So technically FX, um, A Teacher. So... Do you want to give the general review, like, like like summary of what this is about? Um, it's a pretty easy summary. A teacher is basically, it's about um a teacher who has an inappropriate relationship with sexual relationship with one of her with one of her students. Mm-hmm. So it's a story about about those two. The teacher being played by Kate Mara, um, and then the student. Uh, Kate Mara actually plays. Um, I believe her name is Claire. Whatever. Yes. No. Um, she so she plays the teacher in this scenario, and she's just you know like a young kind of attractive, whatever teacher um, in the school. She is the English teacher, isn't she? Right. I believe it's Claire Fisher. I don't know why I'm like 
belt up on her name. I'm, but, I'm pulling it up. Um, and then Eric is played by Nick Robinson, who we all know from Love Simon. That's the that's the thing I remember him from the most. Claire Wilson. Claire Wilson. I thought what did I say Fisher. Yes. Oh. Uh, he plays uh, Eric, um, who again played by Nick Robinson, and he's a student in question in, in this episode. Um, so that's basically what the show is about. So to me, obviously sensitive material, um, it's could be triggering. They, they put that notice in, uh, beginning of every episode, which I think is very responsible or at the end of every episode at the beginning. or beginning and end. I'm not sure. Yes. I think it's just the beginning. The beginning is, is the triggering. This is like, you know, whatever. And the end is if you know someone who needs help, yes. reach out and they give yes. you resources. Um, which is very responsible, I believe. So with this couple things to point off the bat, which I was surprised about a, it was produced, I believe by Jason Bateman. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was. Um, this is not the first telling of a story like this. Yeah, I believe actually the movie, or there's a movie that is on mm-hmm. Hulu that was in 2013, I believe. Yeah, so there there is a different telling of. I don't know if it's the same story or if it's yeah. similar because this happened in like the the a, a teacher movie. I think actually follows the real life in kind of like a bio, biographical movie of what happened in America because this happens has happened a couple different times. Yeah. Um, but yes, I appreciate that it is, I think they made this almost in to make people aware this is still going on. It, it was kind of like a, like a, a production to say, you know what, let's show or shine a light on this subject matter and make mm-hmm. people aware. And, 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 you know, cause it, it may not be as obvious. People may not know what's going on. I can understand this might happen more than we think. Yes. Uh, just because of, you know, when you're, when you're, especially if you're a teacher and you're getting out of school at the age of 22, 23, mm-hmm. um, and then you're, if you're a high school teacher, you're teaching 17, 18 year olds, which to be fair, when you start to get to that age, is it that far off from, you know, yeah. from, from ages? If you think about it, I mean, how many people are four or five years older or younger than their spouse? Like, and, and honestly I get it. I mean, I, I had a friend in, in, in middle school, his parents were seven years apart. Yeah, so it would have been totally in that same range, right? So you kind of think about, and it's not, so you, so I understand that this 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 definitely could happen, or definitely happens more than we think it does. Yes, I guarantee you, it happens in college a lot. But apparently, I guess that's that that's probably less taboo. No, is it not less taboo? A teacher could be fired for sleeping with one of their students. I'm not saying it can't be fired. I'm saying is it more or less taboo? Well, okay, and define taboo because that's where in part of the show. He is 17. He is 17 up to about halfway through, and he right. turns 18, which is when he becomes legal, and it's his own choice. Right. So to me, I'm like, the whole thing with, with this is like, if she's like 20, she's, she's I think she said her mid-20s. I think this is her second job, so she would have been... Four, I think she's mid-20s. So she, you go to college at 18, you go four years, so you're 20. We'll land at 25. Yeah. So... To me, in this situation, I understand that if she, if he's seventeen and in high school, it's I understand that. But if you translate that to college, where you're, I don't know, you're twenty in college, and your teacher is like, I don't know, twenty eight, thirty, and I know you're not supposed to do that, but I would think that it was that it'd be less taboo if you slept with a college professor of yours than you slept with your high school teacher while you're in high school. Well, and I don't think it's the age difference. I think it's more or less the. It's the institution. It's the institution of you're taking advantage of your position of power over this person. So the teacher, so then that's, that's where I think it falls down is she, as they talk about in the part is grooming him into what she wants. So like she groomed him into not 
tell anybody, keep it a secret, be okay with what's going on to progressively go after her. So yes, it's it's more or less she is abusing her power over that student. But my question is, if she wasn't his teacher and she was just a teacher in that school and this happened, would it be the same thing? Yeah, because in high school, all teachers, in my opinion, like it's like because teachers are responsible for the kids during the day of the school. Like it doesn't matter if they're in your class or not. Like you could still responsible for the children because the principal doesn't teach anybody, but they're responsible for the children. So yes, yeah, she would still be abusing the power she has because it's it's their daycare. I think I don't agree. I think I I, I mean I, I I think I think it is more tied to just the fact that it's in high school. I would I, I would agree. Yes, that in college it's probably not as taboo. But it's not the age difference; it's the abuse of power. Well, I'm not saying it's the, it's the age difference at all. I don't care about the well, I don't care about the age difference. But to me, I think that in I think that I think the difference is in college you're considered an adult. So if you sleep with the professor while you're in college, I think people are kind of like, well, you're an adult and you did it; you made your choice. And I guess the difference between that and with with high school, I think it's because it's literally high school. And you aren't considered to be an adult because you haven't graduated high school. So to me, I think it's like in high school, you're considered a minor, whether you're 17 or 18 or not, they consider you to be a minor because you're still in high school. You are a high schooler. Um, and then in college, you're you're an adult. Do what you want kind of thing. So, I, so that, that that's kind of but that's neither whatever. here nor there. I know we, we spent like five minutes on there and now we're both like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but in this, I, I think I grappled with and this is and this is. Obviously, guys, we have opinions on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. My opinions are going to differ. It doesn't necessarily mean that I think what happened in the show was right, whatever, blah, 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 what have you. But um, is there anything... Well, let's go. We usually do our likes and dislikes. Is there anything you liked about this? What did you like? <laughs> um, it's, it's weird to say that I liked something because of the subject matter. So. Okay, well, then let's not do that. Let's just discuss, like, for me... Let's just discuss the show in general then, because I I, I, understand, I understand your 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 point with that. Because you say, like, you know what I did like? I like when she showed her boobies. The, <laughs> did, did she? Was there nudity? There was uh, slight. They had her like in a brawl. Like, like there was very yeah, slight, like, brief, slight like, like oh, here's your panties. But there are very intimate scenes. Very in in, in in the show. Um, I will say that I I found this to be a wannabe normal people. I was getting. I, some, it had the feel of. Yeah, it was. It was very quiet very not a lot of music not like you know not tons and tons and tons of dialogue but it was very and when i say quiet i don't mean like i think it just mean like just it was just the tone of the of of the show was very was very well like where normal people people tried to like show depression and what that can do to people with like the suicide again Mm -hmm. so no matter like the suicide of normal people that episode this try to normalize like the grooming aspect, the 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 you know abuse the teacher did, and right. I, I feel like they're trying to show and that a little bit. I'm gonna get crucified for this, but here's the thing. Okay. He pursued her. Now I'm not saying that because it's not okay that that she was just like that she, she didn't you know continued. Hard. You know, because she did fight and she did say, no, you should never do that. And then, yeah, she came back. So that so, yes, it was her choice. So I'm not in any circumstance blaming victim blaming. Yeah, because she shouldn't have done what she did. No. However, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, can you? I don't know. I guess it makes it. I guess the thing is, it's like, you know what? OK, you know what? I'm actually changing my whole thought on that, because at this point, you know, he's a kid. Mm-hmm. He's a child, so obviously you, as the adult, should have been like, "Look, you need to control yourself. 
you need to not do this. And she should have never done that. So as soon as she decided to cross that line and with him being a kid at that point, it's kind of like you have allowed yourself to cross this line and he's, he's a child. He's never going to make the mature decision to say, no, let's stop doing this. He's out there. Like I'm sleeping with a teacher. This is cool. Yeah. So I've actually in that whole conversation, I've just completely changed my whole view. But yeah, like said, he pursued her and started it. So she knew there was interest right? and where she, like you said, as the adult and the authority figure, she'd been like, no, and stopped it and never long pursued and kept it. Stopping it. Yeah. She's the one who, in the long run, turned that around and like gave him the green light and led him to the car and yeah. initiated it after have said no. I think my whole thing with, with this show is, as purely a show standpoint, just like anything else, um, I, I think I think I walked in this knowing exactly what was going to happen. I was like, a teacher has sex with a student. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen in this entire series. Mm-hmm. I know what's going to happen. I know what's going on. I know how this is going to end. This is, you know, I've telegraphed everything. So to me, I was just kind of watching it. It kind of felt like a chore to watch, if I'm being honest. No, I feel the same way. And I mean, getting on to kind of like you said, our likes and dislikes. Yes, it was draining to watch because a lot of this whether it was it was mostly after like the sexual aspect after they were like kind of in their relationship when everything kind of broke off a majority of the show ended up being him coming to terms with what happened and growing and kind of accepting like oh this this." how it affected him exactly so and, and moving past and kind of coming to terms, like I said, with, right. oh, this actually happened. It was a mistake. She never loved me. Um, you know. And I never, I, I never really loved her. For me, it was, for, for, for him, it was just kind of like, you know, a school crush or something of that nature. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I get I, I get that. I, I, was just, I was just left really confused by it. And I think I was really confused by the ending. Like, the ending was very abrupt. Yes. And I didn't, I don't know. I just, there were just so many holes. I felt, I don't know. I, I didn't feel satisfied after watching it because I could start a show and not really be into it and kind of at the end be like, okay, I appreciate that show. I appreciate this. I appreciate it did this. But this one, I was just kind of like, what? No, and I, th- I don't feel like there was a conclusion. I think it yeah. kind of came up with, you know, this happened. He grew and kind of like, okay, I'm moving on. But again, I, I think that makes it, they try to make it more real life. Like, in life, if something like this happens to a person, you're not going to get a conclusion or a resolution like you would in a TV show. You're just going to have to grow and accept and move on, and, and that's part of you. And I feel like that's what they're trying to go for. Like They're trying to make it very real life, like, okay, this is now part of me. It's who I am, but it's not all who I am. Yeah, and I get that aspect of it because I understand that I'm okay with not having like a full conclusion. That's perfectly fine with me. But I, I still felt like it was a very abrupt ending. Like I understand if you don't have a conclusion and then the person drops onto the sunset, whatever, but yeah, like honestly the ending of the last episode felt like the ending of a normal episode. And I was, and I actually, when it ended, I was like, Oh, I must have one more to watch. I did the same thing. And then I, I was the like, exact same thing. Oh, that's it. I was like, okay, well, whatever. It's fine. I guess. But you know, it's, you know, whatever. I almost, I didn't want to, I didn't, I almost said we should talk about, the school crushes when we were in high school, but then I was like, that might be a poor taste. 
a little bit. Yeah, yes. Sorry. What about college? Can we talk about college crushes? I'm kidding. We're done. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm not making fun of it. I'm just trying to, you know, this is a, this is a lot of, this is a heavy. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to see some laughs, you know. Yes. Trying to lighten it up a little bit. Um, I, I do think that I, I don't, I want to say the acting was good because I think I like Kate Mara and I like, um, Nick Robinson too. I just. Well, it's funny because I, I've watched so many things of Kate Mara in it, not realizing it was Kate Mara. Like she had a cameo in Iron Man two, she was she was in Fantastic Four, the one with um the shitty one, with yeah, Michael with B. Jordan, Jordan. B., Michael B. Jordan. Like I've seen so many things with her in there, and I'm like, oh, that's Kate Mara. The only thing I've seen her in that I remember was House of Cards season one, and that's and again, and I, I forgot she was in that. So I yeah. think she did pretty good in that. I don't. I, I I think it was just it was a little bit. I did find that the moment to be funny when they were making fun of uh. Eric's friend, and they were like, "Do you like your 30? And I'm like, "Oh my god, he does look he's 30. Because <laughs> he, I mean, and that's he was he was Spencer on um the guy I don't remember his real name, but he played Spencer on um Good Luck Charlie on Disney Channel way back when he was kind of oh, cute back then. I'm that's like, who he was. Yeah, I was like, you do look like you're 30 years old, and like he he because when you look at everybody, everybody else kind of looks they kind of look high school age. Yeah, and when I say high school age, I mean 22. Um, but <laughs> he did look a little 30. I was like. You do look substantially older than everybody else on this show. You even kind of look older than um, than Kate Mara in a way. But, you know. I mean, there were some other good performances. Kate Mara's husband in the show. Uh, I think he was actually in season one of Succession on, on HBO. Okay. Um, and um, I think the, those are really those are really it. I, and, and honestly, I'm going to put this out here for you and, and let me know if you agree. I don't want to choose a Bay of the Week because I don't have a Bay of the Week. I don't know if it. I don't know if it'd be in poor taste, but I honestly don't think I have one either. In 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 my opinion, like I'm kind of looking. I'm kind of thinking back on the show, and I'm kind of like, I don't think I'm kind of where you were with the Undoing. I'm kind of like there was not really a standout. Yeah. Character. There wasn't any. The acting to me didn't really. I feel like like literally there was nobody but Kate Mara's character. And her student. Right, which and, is fine. But out of those two, I don't really want to pick up which one's my favorite because it's, it's again, it's just a little weird. Well, I mean, if you if you boil it down to like the normal, I mean, I'm, I don't, I, I agree with you, but I think if you boil it down to not just the subject matter, but the acting. Yeah. And I don't think the acting was out of this world amazing. Um, I thought it was okay i understand the subtle performance of the, the performances were subtle um i do think it's a little they, they, they it's like they told this story from i think i'm noticing now that the first half of the show was really telling it from kate morrow's almost point of view mm-hmm. and then the last half they really kind of dove into eric and his point of view of it i agree um so it's kind of to me i don't think either one of them did like amazing i think i think they're okay i don't think they were great well, and i think and this might just be making something up to kind of fill why that happened. But I feel like they did that because the first part was Kate making the relationship what she wanted. So it was from her perspective. And then the second half was Eric realizing what happened. And yeah. that's why it was from his. So here's the thing, though. I have a thought. So I think we should do a Bay of the Week. Okay. Bay of the Week. Okay, so we're going to go back. My Bay of the Week 
I am preemptively assuming that Schitt's Creek is going to sweep the Golden Globe. So I think our Bay of the Week should be Schitt's Creek in the entire cast. I like where we went with that. I know. I know we, it's normally of the show we watched, but since we kind of were like, you know what? I don't see anyone beating or I don't I don't see anyone standing out for the show I don't and, and, and to me usually if it's a bit of the week I, I usually pick out the most attractive person if it's not really usually the acting, and I'm kind of like bleh on that as well yeah and I feel kind of wrong uh in this position as well so to me I'm gonna say that our pre-show talk about going globes and everything so this is happening this weekend is topical I think shit's creek in their cash should be bay of the week bays of the week you know what I like it I'll prove it 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 Done. Bay of the week. And not, just, not just because we don't have anybody else, but to be fair, if, because we have nobody else. <laughs> but it, it it is a good show. So I'm I'm, I'm going to say that they're Bay of the week because they I think they're going to sweep the TV series Emmys. Hopefully, Grammys or, or wait, what if we go to Globes? There's too many fucking award shows. Okay, so now that we've 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 broken the mold and gone back to our previous, because again, yeah. is a teacher. A watch or not for you? Skip it. I think it's it's half hour it's half hour twenty five minute episodes and everything, but um, it it doesn't really add anything to me. I I don't really I don't really get it. I, I I get it. I don't. I it's it's hard to say. Did I enjoy watching this? But then again, you can say the same about people who watch like true murder crime stuff like that shit. So did I enjoy watching this? No, I didn't enjoy watching it. Did I go in not thinking I was going to not enjoy watching it? Yeah, but I also have an open mind. And I'm, I, I'm, I, I like to try to like things. And even this show, I was still like, I'm not liking this. I don't, I'm, I'm, I, I don't dig it. Like it just, it just wasn't, I just didn't like it. I'm sorry. I, I just didn't like it. No, I, yeah. let me just put it this way. Do not watch. I agree. Um, if you couldn't tell by how unenthusiastic we were about this show, how hard it was for us to actually talk about something that w- intrigued us, that should have told you where we were going before yeah. we even got there. We've got to be more. We've got. We've, we've got to be more about. We've got. We've got to. We have got to disguise this better. <laughs> Literally, like, like going into subject matter. I mean, like a couple of episodes I think in the past we've done where you know we've we've talked excitedly about yeah, it, or, yeah, or, yeah. or we've torn a new one, Star Girl, <clears throat> and a- actually recommended watching it, but. Oh if yes, you, watch that shit, girl. If, <laughs> if you couldn't tell by this, like we were like, it's it's a teacher, and, and just just the hesitancy of our yeah. conversation here. Yeah, don't watch it. Like I, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make people aware. If you do believe something like this is happening, please, there are resources to reach out and uh, and make yeah. people you know accountable for what they're doing. But just for entertainment's sake, in the show. No. This was the fastest slow burn I've ever been involved in. Does that make sense? Like oh. every episode was like this slow burn, but like in 20 minutes. Like, there so there were a couple. There was one episode. I forget. I think it was the one where he dropped out and came back home for a little bit mm-hmm. for counseling. I checked to see how much longer it was on the show five times. I was like, this episode's got to be over soon. And it was still like 10 minutes left. Yeah, it, it, it really it was. was. I'm not going to say the show, the show was not bad. The show was just bleh. It yeah, was meh. fair enough. It was bleh. It needed, what, what episode was I talking about when I was like, it needed seasoning, it needed salt. Was that the undoing? Probably the undoing. Yeah, I think so. I was like, it needs, it needs some, it needs, some, it needed something. I don't know. It just wasn't. It wasn't, the, the, the. The ingredients were there. The final dish was not satisfying. I didn't care about either one of those characters. No. And that was it. 
No, I I agree. I cared more about Claire's husband in the show because I thought he was cute, <laughs> and he was starting a band. Because the end, I was like, I was like, but what about his band? Is his band gonna? They're playing. Like I cared more about him. I actually he made more of an impact on me than any than, than the main characters because we forget about everybody else who we who they who she left in her wake besides just Eric like she or her best friend that was at the school who yeah, she told we never saw her again like, like literally told on her she was gone yeah so you guys you can skip it it's fine you'll live watch the Golden Globes yes interact let us know what you guys are who you guys think will win should win could win will win or do you even watch Golden Globes. How are they going to do that this year? Probably uh, like the Emmys were ver- the Emmys were virtual, so they'll probably do it the same way. They'll have some people probably. in person, and have the host and some people presenting in person. But they'll do it all. Um, they have everybody all set up with like COVID rooms and doing that stuff. Probably, yeah. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. We will talk to you guys soon. Okay, bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And on Instagram at watchornotpod. Huge shout out to Bradley Parsons. Thank you for creating our theme music. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you download podcasts. Don't make us come for you.